1: So listen. The the Bible is warning us that what we say matters. What comes out of your mouth matters. The words we use are powerful and important because apparently they can affect the direction, the trajectory of our lives and of the lives of the people around us, right? And, And we know these things. I mean, we know the words that we speak make an impact.
0: You've heard kids say that sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. You've also learned that this is absolutely not true. Words are so powerful and influential that the Bible speaks often about using them wisely. Pastor Robert teaches today over this very concept, taming your tongue. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
1: Are resuming our study of God's word in Matthew's gospel, chapter 12. But I want to use the book of James as a bit of a, you know, like a runway, if you will, to launch us into it, because I think what James talks about in chapter 3 is it's almost a commentary on what Jesus was talking about in Matthew chapter 12. So listen to this James chapter 3, verse 1, he wrote, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he's a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they're so large and are driven by fierce winds, they're turned by a very small rudder For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea, is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. So listen, the the Bible is warning us that what we say matters. What comes out of your mouth matters. The words we use are powerful and important. Because apparently they can affect the direction, the trajectory of our lives and of the lives of the people around us, right? And and we know these things. I mean, we know the words that we speak make an impact. There's there's been an anti-bullying campaign in the schools for a long time now. And rightfully so. It's an appropriate, it's a necessary thing because our words matter. What you say matters. We were talking that one of the speakers at this conference was this past week was talking about how where he grew up, nobody told his generation what they could not aspire to. Nobody was telling him, listen, you just need to stay home on the farm. Don't even be thinking about computers or politics. Listen, you, you probably ought to just stick to plumbing. And automobile mechanics, and don't think in terms of banking, don't think in terms of finance, don't think in terms do you understand? Nobody was placing limitations on the kids. And you know, a couple of people in, in, in our group, you know, somebody said, you know, thank the Lord, my parents, you know, they, they they basically told me, don't limit yourself. You can be anything you can dream of. You can do anything that, that you can imagine. You want to be an astronaut? Well, then strive for that. You, you want to be a musician? Well, then work at that. Don't limit yourself. And I said, yeah, you know, man, what a blessing. My, I remember my, my mom and dad, when I was growing up, my dad would always tell me, son, you can do anything you put your mind to. You can do anything you want to do. You're smart enough to do anything you want to do if you work at it. Is that true? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Listen to me now. There's absolutely no way in the world, I don't care how hard I work at it, I am never, ever going to be an astrophysicist. It just ain't going to happen. (laughs) Not me. My son. His brain is wired completely differently. Professional football player. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'd I'd be broken in half by, you know, some 340-pound lineman. But do you understand what I'm driving at? Now, Now listen, the reason this is important just for a minute, sometimes I'll hear things spoken from, a, and I understand it, comes from a good heart, you know. My dad wanted the best for me. He, you know, he, he really was just, he wanted to encourage me, wanted me to understand I could do whatever I wanted to do. But then it was kind of funny because he would always kind of make fun of men who wore a suit and tie for a living and then went to a gym. And, and he'd say if, if they just go to work for a living, they wouldn't need the gym. Get a real job, you wouldn't have to work out. The mindset. Mindset. I was five years old when I got my first failing grade. Five years old. And I got punished for it. I don't remember the punishment. The punishment wasn't the big deal. The big deal was, you're telling me that I'm smart enough to do Anything I put my mind to, I'm capable of doing anything that I want to do if I just work hard. I worked hard, but my hand just won't make those letters. See, I got a failing grade in penmanship. I was five years old. Do you understand? A five year old doesn't have fine motor skills yet. The brain, that part of the brain, generally speaking hasn't developed. Mine surely had not because I'm trying really hard to make these letters look like the letters on the paper and it ain't working. And I practiced and I worked and I practiced and I got a failing grade. I was devastated. The teacher laughed. A good-hearted laugh, not laughing at me, but it was just like, it's not that bad, Robert. And I'm like, you don't know my dad. This is bad. This is a failing grade. And I'm too smart to ever get a failing grade. And I remember digesting this whole thing and thinking to myself, you're mistaken about me. You're wrong. I'm not smart enough to do anything if I just work hard enough, because I worked hard and I failed. And I repeated that process over the next four years, do you understand? Same process, work really hard, fail, work really hard, fail. Because nobody, virtually nobody, is really, really, really good at everything, do you understand? There were a lot of things I excelled at. There was one thing that I consistently failed at without some help, and I got no help. Because you're smart enough to do whatever you want to do if you just work hard enough.
0: We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel,
1: But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button.
0: Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.